Hey, hey, couples. This is your love coach, Chara Taylor. And I just want to say welcome to another episode of Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy. Today, I want to talk about bringing life to sex or bringing sex to life. Okay, so listen, ladies and gentlemen, here is a simple proven fact that if you want better sex, you must communicate it. So in this podcast, I'm going to give you a few ways that communication can actually improve your love life and your sex life. Overall, communication is imperative to absolutely any relationship, but it's especially imperative in marriage. This is There's just so much to talk about already in marriage, finances, health, children, work, your home, your plans, your vacations. Oh, that list goes on forever. But communication is the key to our intimate and to our romantic connection. Most men don't like to talk about this, okay, Uh, because they don't want to do too much talking. But the cycle of marriage is unending. Here it is. If we talk, we connect. If we connect mentally and emotionally, then we will probably want to be more in tune with one another and we will desire each other even the more. Then that leads us to the sexual connection. We are then connected on a head level and a heart level. Now our bodies are craving one another. This is ultimately what we desire, right? The man wants the woman to just show him that she's interested, that she's interested in his ideas. She's interested in his plans, his interests, his hobbies. And the woman wants to know that she's the most beautiful and important, valuable person thing in this man's life. She's more important than work and hobbies, right? Well, we achieve these things through our communication, through our verbal communication and through our nonverbal communication. That is a proven fact. Now, I agree that all of us, all of us can improve on this level of communication. We need to diligently be working on improving how we communicate to our spouses that we want to be connected to them. All right. So but here's what I honestly want to dive into. It's the actual communication uh, um, in the bedroom. So the topic of talking about sex and the topic of talking during sex Listen, guys, this topic doesn't have to be taboo, okay? Sex is a beautiful thing and one of the greatest gifts that God has given to married couples. I'm just always baffled that most people found it easier to enjoy sex, discuss sex, and even practice sex when they were single. And then when we got married, people go back into their shell and start hiding, I think we've gotten it a little backwards. So let's talk about this so that we can come out of our shells and enjoy the benefits of sex that God has given us. You know, we 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 need that. We absolutely need that. Okay, so here it is. As a couple, I just said it. You must talk about sex. If you don't, here's what happens. You set yourself up for failure and you're going to be disappointed. If you don't, you open the door to the enemy to come in and to divide you. So you must talk about important things that pertain to sex, like positions that you both like, what positions you don't like, what positions don't work for you. And you need to give some legitimate reasons. You can't just be talking about, oh, I don't like that one. Nope, I don't like that. You know, no, you need to give some legitimate reasons. Like, listen, my knees will only allow for 
whatever. And in this way, both will understand that some things may be off limit or you both know that you need to pray about something. It works. I remember when um, me and my husband had to have this discussion because I got hit by a car when I was a kid and I ended up with absolutely no ligaments left in my um, left knee. Well, this caused an issue with his favorite position. So he, my husband, went to God in prayer and began anointing my knee with anointing oil and he began to make daily declarations that God was going to restore my knee. And then in addition, we found things that would assist in making this work for the both of us. So listen, you have to talk about this. You need to talk about this so that there won't be any issues and the enemy cannot come in. All right. Also, we need to talk about health and body issues. Talk about the women's monthly cycle, the female hormone issues. Men, you got to get to know and understand the woman's body from a hormonal position. This does not give us the right to walk around angry and delusional and attitudinal all the time. But you need to, as a man, you should want to know and understand her body so that you're not frustrated in your mind in your own mind and in your own spirit always thinking that oh there's always something going on no get to know her body all right also it is extremely important to talk about frequency yep talk about how often you would like to have sex because that can be different from person to person but it's also different between men and women some women want it more some women don't some men want it more some men don't but y'all need to talk about frequency and then talk about some ways to increase the frequency. If that means talking about chores and schedules so that the work in the home is divided evenly. So one person is not more exhausted at the end of the day, then talk about that and put a plan of action into motion and get that worked out so that you can connect more. If that means getting on a schedule with the kids, trying to get the kids together and get them to bed at a certain time, then do that. All the work cannot be left on one side because then that puts all the frustration that makes the frustration on both sides very heavy. I'm not getting any and the other person is I'm too tired. So talk about it. Okay. Sex is not going to happen by osmosis. You got to have a plan and you got to work that plan. And listen, guys, we are adults and we have to navigate through this life together. Stop waiting for one person to do all of the initiating. That's not fair. That's not life. If you want it, make it known. If you don't want it, then say you don't. And then talk about why you don't. What's going on? Why are you frustrated? What's the hesitancy? What's going on? Why can't we? We have to stop functioning in our marriages as kids and pouting about stuff that's happening that's that we think should be happening in our mind and then it's not happening we can't be functioning as kids guys we are mature well we should be mature adults functioning in a real world you got to function in reality and that means talking planning and working the plan and then going after what you seek yes even in sex you got to go after it it's not just gonna happen just because you married and you think it ought to happen we have this thing called life that we can't get around okay Another thing that we want to talk about is each other's fantasies and how we can work to fulfill them. Now, listen, this is as long as you don't go against the restrictions that are laid out in the scriptures. OK, so that means no animals, no relatives, no same sex and no other people. But you may have fantasies that include role play or dress up or 
going to a special secluded place or a special off limits place or you guys want to go do something daring talk about those things and then make an effort to make those things happen you say stuff like hey you know what this weekend let's try outside in the park or girl wear a dress and we will whatever okay the point is talk about it plan it okay next thing that you want to talk about is talk about what you want to add to the playtime do you want to play around with edible toppings or toys or sex games to heat things up if you do discuss it and then make provisions to make it happen I know this may seem like it is very simple but do you know how many marriages are suffering because of the lack of communication on these things lots of them So listen, again, here's another one. Are you tired of the same routine that happens in sex? Oh, you know where the person is going to touch you. You know what this means. You know this. Uh, Are you tired of that same routine? Talk about that, okay? (laughs) Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, please, please stop being so sensitive. Every discussion is not a rejection. It can be simply a way to improve on something that you both love and enjoy. You don't have to say it in a harsh way. You don't have to say things like, I'm tired of doing it like this. I'm just so bored. Say things like, hey, how about we change things up a bit and do this? Or I was thinking, what if we bought this to add a new or a different element? If you don't like it, then you don't have to do it ever again. But what do you say about trying it? Or you can say, hey, I read this and it was suggested. uh, And what do you think about us giving that a try? Try it from that angle and see what happens. You guys also, we have to talk about investing in our sex life with new things. Yep, I'm talking about spending some money on this one. Getting some new lingerie. Get rid of those old ugly panties that's in the drawer. Get some sexy ones. Get some cute ones. Okay, listen, guys, I'm going to be honest and be transparent. I absolutely hate bed sex. I hate having to have sex in the bed. I have talked about this in previous episodes, so you'll have to go back and listen to those. But listen, we wanted to invest in a uh, a sex position cushion so that we could get out the bed. And when we tried it for the very first time after we bought it, it was like we... We're having sex brand new all over again. It made a huge difference sexually, but also mentally and emotionally. And then in later conversation, I heard my husband say to somebody, men have to be more open about trying new things. Now, he would have never gotten it. So sometimes you have to be the one to initiate the change that you want to see. And then if it doesn't work, then just move on. But don't continue to have the same um, boring sex because you are afraid to communicate or afraid of what he or she might say trying something new investing in your marriage could actually save your marriage and that is just real talk alright now we're going to wrap this up so let's we're going to talk about what you can talk about some more and here's one talk about what pleases you and what doesn't please you okay now this is serious if you like to be kissed or touched in a certain way say that If you don't like the way your spouse is doing something, then gently mention what you would like. Or in the midst of the act, just ask. Hey, can you touch right here? Can you put your hand right here? Oh, just a little bit softer. Kiss here. Blow here. Suck this. Slap this. Smack my butt. Pull my hair. You know, mention those things. It doesn't have to take away from the moment if you do it right. And if you feel that this is too much energy, why do I have to say this? 
then you, ma'am, you, sir, are being selfish. Okay, that's the bottom line. You may or you may be immature. Maturity says we got we have time. Let's do this right. So don't make and don't treat your sex time with your spouse like that's a booty call or a let me hurry up and do this because I don't know when we might do it again or I'm just so overly excited. You know, booty calls are focused on only getting what's yours and it's about using somebody to get what you want. That's not the goal of sex and marriage. And if you don't know when you're going to get it again, then that's something that y'all need to work on and talk about. And that is an issue. Okay. Go ahead and schedule it if you must, but get that worked out. Anyhow, here are a couple of reminders that I wanted to make sure to mention when we talk about communicating about sex during marriage. And um, here, there's going to be three of them. The very first one is, listen, guys, our bodies change and require different things. Okay. What worked years back may not be working today. We get older, our bodies change, we need new things. Therefore, keep talking as your things keep changing. Keep talking as your bodies change. Don't be afraid to open up and talk about it. It's nothing personal. It doesn't mean that uh, that, that the person is lacking in a certain area. All it simply means is that life has changed and we got to move with the change. Okay? Second, if you were used to having sex with some other people who you knew um, before you got with your spouse... And they did something this way and now your spouse is not doing it that way. You know what? Then you you need to have a reality that your, your spouse is not that person. Think about it, okay? And also think about you ain't the only person that your spouse may have been with in most cases these days. And so your spouse may not be used to pleasing you, may still be in the mindset of this is what worked then. But y'all require different things. So speak up, open up your mouth, talk. You know, you're not with the same people. Open up your mouth. This can save your marriage. Third, and this one is probably the most important. Know that when you're having sex, in reality with your spouse, this is not TV. We are not pornography stars. This is reality. If you have watched porn at any time in your life, um, then more than likely you've gotten an idea in your mind about what you think it should be and what should happen. Listen, that's not real life, okay? And you are probably not even capable of producing what you see. You probably don't even have the physical or the man-made tools to match what you see. And don't expect porn-style sex in a real-life marriage, especially if you can't produce it on your end as well. So, woman, you want him to do things that you see done in a movie that may have excited you, but you're not able or willing to do what you see the women do? That's not fair. It's not right. And then, men, the same with you. You want your body handled the way you see it, see people handling bodies in the TV, but you don't want to handle her in return? And you don't, what if you don't even measure up physically to what's even being shown on the screen? I'm sorry, this is just real talk, okay? Here's the bottom line. Live in reality, not in what you see on a TV screen. And stop watching porn. It's going to ruin your life. It's going to ruin your marriage. You are opening up yourself to a world that is not designed for those of us who believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You are tearing up your mental connection with your spouse because he or she will never be what you see on the screen. So stop watching the pornography movies. Stop it. Don't do it. You're tearing up your sex connection. All right. So listen, guys, let's recap as I close to bring life back to sex. Guys, talk about sex. 
Talk about sex while you're having sex. Increase your conversations about sex. Talk about what you like. Talk about trying new things. Talk about investing in toys or edible toppings. Talk about frequency and plan to get it in more and what it's going to take to get the frequency up. Make sure you understand that your bodies are changing and require new things. Express your sexual needs and desires. And please, by all means, don't try to emulate what you see on TV, okay? (laughs) Doing these things will help awaken love and bring some life back to your marriage. And it will allow you to have a hot and holy marriage, okay? I hope that this has been helpful for you. Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity. And I lift up all of the couples that are listening to this right at this moment, God. And I ask that you would... Um, wrap them in with your third strand cord around them, oh God, and that you would seal their marriage, oh God, unto you, oh God, and that you would help them to increase and about their sexual desires, oh God. We know that you honor marriage and that you love sex between marriage, oh God, and that it's honorable to you and that the bed is undefiled. So God, I ask you in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, that you would help them to navigate through this tough water, oh God, and that they will come out on the other end and that they will enjoy the benefit that you have given us for marriage and sex, oh God, and that they will be able to have hot and holy marriages in Jesus' name. Okay, I thank you for listening and I pray that this has been beneficial to you. If this has been a blessing or even if you would just like to connect with me further and give me your feedback, please visit my website, www.teamtaylorministries.com. I look forward to joining with you next time, guys. Thanks so very much. God bless you and make sure that you keep it hot and holy.